Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just Josh at the top of the podcast to thank you one for downloading. Also, thank you for everyone in the last couple of days who's been going on iTunes and giving it a very good review. That feels great. Thank you very much. Uh, just a quick note at the top of the show to let you know that if you are in Melbourne, any time or any Sunday from September 16 to the end of October, keep a lookout over the next couple of days for an announcement of a bunch of Don't You Know Who I Am shows that are going to be taking place 4 o'clock on Sundays. I, I so wish I could tell you the venue. We've just got to... We've just got to nut out one more little detail. They're not sure if I can do this, but I hopefully I can, which is have uh, a gig afterwards. So we do the podcast first, and then s- some things that happen after the podcast. I don't know if it's going to be me performing, it's going to be other comics performing, but it's going to be something. So it's going to be uh, pretty cool if we can uh, do that. And, of course, there'll be season tickets available. So if you are thinking you in Melbourne... And this is how you want to spend your Sundays. And those who did it last time at Sun Velvet Morning, it's a very fun Sunday. So that'll be up. Keep an eye on my uh, Twitter and Facebook for more details. I think that's all I have to say. If you're in Tassie, I'm going to be there from the 27th to the 30th. And then that 30th, I'm going to be doing a gig in Geelong. So that'll be fun. Uh, Big thanks to everyone who's been coming out and uh, saying hi after these uh, shows I'm currently doing. Uh, and saying that you're fans of the podcast. That also feels very, very good. I think that's all I need to say. Enjoy the episode. It's a fun one, and it's a little bit different because I get to play this time. All right, cheers. Hello, and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I get four very funny people and quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a first time to the podcast. If you type her name into Google, the related search suggestions are Susie Ruffle wife, Susie Ruffle age, and how old is Susie Ruffle? Please welcome all the way from London, it's comedian Susie Ruffle. Yay! Yay. Hello. Hello, did you know this? Everyone wants to know how old you are? No. Is that just based... I'll be quiet until no, you introduce you can me. Talk. Is that just based on Australian Google searches, though? Well, I I googled it in Australia. So also, I'm it could be based on your what you you're always googling people's ages and whether they have a wife. Oh, maybe no, because it was also one of them was Susie Ruffle Portsmouth. Do you, are you from there? Yep, there hometown mate. There you go. Our next guest is a comedian who shares his name with a president of a door company in Phoenix, mm. a massage therapist from Ireland. Mm-hmm. And a scientist at Microsoft. But the one hat we have here is the comedian from Sydney. It's Tom Cashman. Yay! Yay! Thanks for having me. Now, also a hurler. Did uh, you see the hurler? There's heaps of Irish people that there's have a lot Tom of Cashman. Irish, I think it's an Irish name. But there's a, the most famous Tom Cashman is a... There's a guy with a terrible band in America, the Tom Cashman Experience. <laughs> Not a fan of him at all. But there's also yeah, a hurler in the 60s who was you know, pretty, pretty good. Okay. The massage therapist, you've never had a massage, we found out yesterday. Never Did you go mass- yesterday? I was meant to get one today, but then didn't have time. because I, I, I should point out, in. we're recording this in Newcastle in, a, uh, in my hotel room. Um, mm. We're on Roadshow. Yay. Anyway, yeah. and finally, is a guest who listeners to this podcast know as the People's Champion. Yeah. Oh. You know her from the Triple R's, a breakfast. This is Geraldine Hickey. Yay. Yay. So for you two, Geraldine has won this enough times oh, no. to be the People's Champ. I pay attention. Yeah. Jeez. Get ready to be taken down. All right. Oh, and filling in that fourth guest is someone who's been on the podcast from the very beginning. He is the host of this podcast. It's me. It's Josh Earl. Yay! Yay! Awesome. Okay, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media, where I'll read out a status update by one of you four. I'm included in this. And you have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person who actually wrote it, they get the point. Meaning if it's yours, you can't buzz in for your own. Poker face is on. Your first update is this one. 
I just want to be famous enough to not be given a flyer for a show I'm on. Tom. <laughs> yes, Tom. Jazz. No, it was Susie Ruffle put there for Susie. That's a great. Yeah, Thanks, that's, mate. That's good. That's great Cheers. Yeah, well done. Thank it's, you. Hopefully, the list, everyone in, who listens to this, hopefully know what the concept of flyering is. How many? Who's done that to you? How many times has that happened? It happens when I walk through Leicester Square, going to like the Comedy Store or the Ninety Nine Club. Someone would be like, Ninety Nine Club tonight?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I hope so." Good <laughs> 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 job. <laughs> Are you big enough now in Edinburgh? You don't have to fly yourself. Oh, that makes me sound like a prick. No, no, uh, it makes you sound no. like you're successful enough that you have yeah, people turn up. I occasionally might. No, I don't really. Uh, like if I'm at the end of like a mixed bill show, if I've like got some flyers, I might pass them out. But um, but you're not on the street every day in Edinburgh no. handing out pictures of yourself. No. Yeah. That's that's the dream. That's how you get known good, on the flyer scene, though. If you don't want to be flyered <laughs> by flyers, you need to be mixing with flyers on the show. So it's your fault, really. Yeah. Joke's on me. Question two. In case you get too worried about the world, I have just seen a brother and sister both wearing tutus helping their dad in a recycled building materials yard. Wombat. Yes, Wombat. That's Susie, yes. That, I'm going to be Wombat. Uh, that was Tom. No, that was Jez. Point oh, there for Jez. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Like two little boys in tutus. Amazing. Yeah. Just going, yeah, Dad, get these bricks. <laughs> just being cool. In tutus. I didn't know you can still do that with your kids. Go to like I the, didn't... the tip and just scavenge. Well, this is like you had to buy stuff, yeah. like a proper recycled building material. So they had all the bricks lined up and all the tiles in one area. Like, I didn't know these things existed, but yeah. I am... I am just finding out these things exist. <laughs> yeah, and we're apparently lesbians. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> Did you find that oh. out at the tip as well? This, yeah. is what, this is what this podcast is about. It's an intervention. So right, okay. Know that. Because growing up, that's what my grandma used to do with us. Let's go to the tip. We'll just go mm. and scavenge some stuff. Oh. Just walk But home. like what? A banana lounge that didn't work. What's a banana lounge? Like a, like a sun lounge that you, like, and it folds up. You're finding out. In so three. Like it's got the base and then it's got the bit that folds over for the head. Yeah. And the bit that folds over for your legs. It's like a sun. You can make it like a banana. Oh, yeah. And they call them banana lounges here. Yeah. And they never worked and that's why they were being thrown out. But right. we'd take it home and we'd always get, oh, we get this one to work. We'll get this one to work. No, never did. Never did. <laughs> but you reckon the tip isn't a thing anymore? Oh, the tip's definitely a thing, but I don't think you, you just can just get in there, walk around in the and, and take stuff. We yeah. have gum tree now. Yeah. 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 It's just a spread out tip. Do you get free cycle hair? Yeah. Yeah. And hard rubbish is a big one. Have we hard rubbish? No. Hard rubbish has been phased out, I feel. I don't, I don't think, think it is. I think it's making a it? comeback. Hard rubbish is the what? council will just go, all right, oh. this week you get to put your stuff on the curbside and we'll come yeah, and collect it. Up. Is that getting phased out? This well, is we're getting into admin here of our lives. But well, it depends on what council you belong mm. to, but I think at my council, there's no hard rubbish collection day. It's like you just have to sort it out yourself and you ah. get two a year. Oh, you oh call okay. So there's to stop people from driving around going, oh, I'll take that. We just get a week. And it is people just driving around the streets with their own thing. What a show. <laughs> <laughs> Question three. I saw a guy write, wash me on my car window. So I followed him home, stripped him down, and I've never known intimacy like this before. Jez. Yes, Jez. Tom Cashman. You are right. Yes, a point there for Geraldine. Yes. That's not true. <laughs> just made that up Just jokes Going through mm. your Twitter mm. you, you just do jokes It's good It's refreshing Yeah I'm Not a, saying I'm you two don't But it's no, like no, doing I'm, this I'm show talking about a lot of shit I've got Doing this on. show for like the last three and a half years I find that Trump has ruined Twitter Because everyone just tweets political now totally. Unli- Unless you're Tom Cashman Not me Ooh. Only Trump comedian Pro Trump comedian out there <laughs> 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 Question four Guy next to me in Starbucks talking so loudly about how he's flying first class, I have no choice but to assume he has a tiny penis. Fair? Jez. Yes, Jez. Susie Ruffle. You are correct. Yes, another mm. point there for Geraldine. Yeah, Killing this is it. why you're the people's champ. This yeah. is a I'm just going to go turn I don't know if you're the people's champ or you're just the champ champ. That's hey, fine. just quickly, can I mention the best thing that I found in Hard Rubbish? Yeah. Skis. <gasps> Two sets of skis. Or a set of skis. A set of skis. Poles included. Poles included. Working? Well, I didn't have any snow, so. <laughs> <laughs> sure. but worked enough to um, uh, be a cool thing for Celia to come home to. Nice. <laughs> put put them on. She came in. We did, this is back in the days of Vine. We made some quality Vine videos with those skis. Who's getting rid of skis? Oh, mate. We lived in a hoity-toity neighbourhood in oh. Kew. 
Sonny Bono. That's who. Anyway. Uh, okay. Question five. Whenever I'm feeling down, I just scroll through my eBay feedback and remind myself what a pleasure it is to do business with me. Jez. Yes, Jez. Tom. Yes, you are correct. Another point there for Geraldine. It's funny, you know. Yeah, and again, I thought you're more likely true. to have eBay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. What have you sold? Not only now is she winning, but she's explaining the <laughs> impeccable logic behind each correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it in our faces. What have you sold? I haven't sold anything for ages. I had a, I made an eBay when I was about like 14, 15 to try and... So I'd go to EB Games and there'd be sales on and I'd try and make money by buying them from there and then selling them for more. But ended up just... I think I, think I stopped when I sold... I bought it for 25. I sold it because you put it at $1 to get interest, sold it for one. Then the guy sent me like a bank check, took ages to clear, sent it to him for fucking $1. <laughs> and then he gave me a bad review saying took too long or something. I was like, that's, um, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, so again, that's not true because I've had terrible experiences with eBay <laughs> and their users. So I definitely don't, don't go there when I'm feeling down. Question six. Is it rock, paper, scissors or is it fuck, marry, kill? <laughs> wombat. Yes, wombat. Is it Geraldine? No, it was me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. me. That's what I tried to do before she giggled. So I'm like, maybe she's having memories back to writing that joke. No, I remember no. you writing that. Well, this started because there was a big thing in this. What do you, do you say that game? Yeah. Rock, what do you, how do you say it? Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, that's what I say as well. But there was no, a big scissors, thing. Scissors, paper, rock. Scissors, paper, rock. No, nah. scissors, paper, rock. No, nah, wrong. Yeah, well... This is this mm. is my tweet. Is it because it, this is the exact premise that he's Matt O'Kine kind of started this in this country, like on Twitter about a month ago, and then the project did a story about oh, rock, did they? rock paper scissors. <laughs> Jesus. Is there not enough news here? What, no. what it was, what it was, there was this baseball game in America that got washed out, and they decided it by playing rock paper scissors first to first best out of seven. And it was really mm. exciting. Like all the t- both teams were all crowded around these two guys just yeah. going rock paper scissors, and then in the in the broadcast, Waleed said, "Oh, rock paper scissors." And the person next to him, uh, Rachel Court, was like, "It's scissors paper rock. What are you talking about?" Like, and it sparked. It was that night. There was real news, and that was the biggest thing on the social media about the project. <laughs> so scissors paper rock. Scissors paper rock. No, it's rock paper scissors. Rock, rock paper scissors. Paper, yeah. scissors. You, so you would say it in the game as rock paper scissors. No, nah, well, you just go one. Well, two, then that means that one. you're wrong. Then don't you? <laughs> well, no, they don't, they don't say basketball the entire time they're but, playing basketball. Yes, you basketball. do. Basketball. Basketball. <laughs> basketball. 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 <laughs> Pass it. That's not how you play. You say basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. I've been thinking about licorice all sorts a bit recently and they're at a trivia night I'm hosting, so clearly I have the gift. Tom. Yes, Tom. Jazz. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Tom. It's You're true. The board. I have the gift. Well, this last night you were on TV mm-hmm. and you were getting a whole bunch of uh, Facebook messages yes, from people from... who also say they have the gift. They really do have the gift. I had the, um, the, pe- the lady that does the stars on That's Life magazine. <laughs> she gave me a reading over... Over Facebook. Oh, last she gave night. you a oh, she, Yeah. Sent her through your date of birth. Sent her through my date of birth. Uh, I had to ask mum what time I was born, and mum was like, "What's this for?" And I was like, "Oh, we're just ta- yeah. <laughs> fuck off. It's we're for a spell. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me when I was born, mum. <laughs> it's for a spell. Yeah, you're gonna fucking die tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said we're just we're just chatting uh, backstage about it, but. Yeah, mum. I remember mum was like, "Don't you ever read your stars? It's you know, it's against the Catholic Church." Oh right, yeah, oh, okay. can't read. I it. thought it was because it's she, like she also God. has the gift, and she knows to repress the gift. Or well, maybe no, she she probably does have the gift, but she doesn't know about it so because what, she thinks yeah, what was the, it's the work of the devil. What gift do you have? Um, she knows when there's confectionery around. Yeah. You know, like um, I think you're describing smell. Stuff. <laughs> you just think you're special because you can smell. No, no, no. But I've been thinking a lot about licorice all sorts for a few, for like a week or so. I'm like, hmm, be nice to have a licorice all sort. And then they were just there. So you manifested them in some way. I don't think that's the yeah. Thing. No, I have the gift. Mm. I have it. I Susie. think this is a bit like the secret when you put it out there in the world and then you actually see it, but it's always there. You just not thinking not about it. it. Yeah. Mm. No, but I think Bertie Bassett's been there the whole time. Who? Who's Bertie Bassett? The the little man that's made of licorice all sorts. Oh, we don't have him. Mm. Nah. Over here, he's not, he's not international. Uh, <laughs> we have Bertie Beetle. No, Bertie Bassett. That is... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we're Should so, I go? We're so different. <laughs> no, no, no. No. 
You're doing great. You, you'll stay and you'll do really well for the rest of the podcast. Mm. <laughs> oh, she's got See? the gift. <laughs> it's my gift. Question eight. Yep. The cruelest time to break up with someone is when they are mid-cartwheel. <laughs> wombat. <laughs> yes, Wombat. Tom Cashman? You are correct. Yes, a point there for Susie. Yes. I've See? got to um, answer first, laugh later. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tom liked it that you laughed. Yeah. Oh, cheers. It's probably true again. Question nine. I'm learning French to do a speech at my friend's wedding. Tom. Never let it be said that I won't go the extra mile to find a new way to show off. Yes, Tom. Susie. You are correct. Another point there for Tom. Yeah. Yeah, it's cheating as we were talking about that. That's all right. That's that's not cheating. That's just having knowledge, I suppose. That's what you were talking about before. It's being a good yes. listener. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Can you show, show us some of your French? Les femmes sont calmes. Mm. The lady, lady must come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's my rule. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good speech. <laughs> you just get in the husband's face. The lady must come. It's two girls actually, mate. Give it oh, a program. Yeah. Oh, no. Haircuts, <laughs> bit of a giveaway. Come well, on. Then get in both of their faces. Double speech. When's the wedding? Uh, in uh, on the sixteenth of August, uh, October. And ha- are you confident you'll be able to do it? No, all? Well, no, no. I'm on Duolingo at the moment, but it's their phrases are really useless. Yeah. It's like the men are calm, the women are rich. It's li- the, it's literally I've been talking about people being rich and la calm. femme la riche. Yeah. My la femme sont rich. Sont sont rich. Sont rich. My mum tried to learn Vietnamese for my brother's wedding. He was marrying a Vietnamese woman, and uh, she learnt. The wrong dialect. Great. And so when she said, it was, she just wanted to say, oh, thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to be welcomed into your family too, mm. Sylvie's parents. And they had no idea what she was saying. But oh, they were no. so polite, they just smiled nicely and went, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> also, they've been in the country for 35 years. They know exactly how to speak English, but she just thought it would be a nice thing to do. That's cute of your mum. Yeah. Mm. But she was very, very uh, disappointed with herself. And then that night. Or as the Vietnamese, Vietnamese say, Awesome. I don't know. Do they? No, I don't know. I realised that I was going to be offensive halfway through. Au-delà <laughs> to Vin. Oh. Which is, shh, this is a library. That's because I was a librarian at a school with lots of Vietnamese kids. Okay. Collingwood College, where yes. you sometimes work, mm. and so I knew how to say that. And if there's any Vietnamese listeners, mm. it's been about 10 years, so don't write in and say, that's not how you say it, Josh. But my dad that night at the wedding, because it was at their house, and they had portaloos outside... And big signs on the poor loos. If you need to, uh, it was worded nicely, but if you need to do a poo, go inside and use the toilet. Don't use the poor loos. My dad didn't care. Did a shit. Flooded the entire backyard <laughs> of the <wedding>. No. <laughs> just, just the oh. whole poor loo just flooded and it was like How midnight. How big was this shit? Well, this is the thing. It was I a think big this is a big mouse on the boat situation where you can't blame the mouse for getting on the boat that sinks, you know. And but there was clearly a sign saying, yeah. go inside if you need to do a shit. Yeah. And I don't think you can blame one shit. It, I'm blaming the Portaloo people. We all knew it was dad. Okay, everyone knew it was dad. And my sister-in-law went up to my then Sylvie, who'd just been into the family, and kind of side up to him and said, Welcome to the Earls. This is what you're doing. <laughs> like yeah. She was like, yeah, get used to this. So, uh, hey. Britain, Sylvie. Okay, this is our last question for the round. Now, this is a bit of an act out. This will be the question that really makes them think about life differently. It'll make them appreciate human interaction in a new way while also making them want to be my new best friend. Hi, I'm also a writer, a scene from every single Writers' Festival Q&A. Who wrote that? Wombat. Yes, Wombat. You. Yes, I wrote that. Yeah, it's a point there for Susie. Yeah. yeah you yeah. could tell because he committed, like, he knew the. Yeah, the yeah I didn't fuck that one up. I was using my ears yesterday. You said about going to a writing festival. Mm. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Using the, but listening. Wombat's using it. It is the worst. Have you been to a write? Any QA, it's the, just if it start of a film, everyone there is just wanting to say, I do what you do. How can I be as famous as mm. you? I've been to two of them where someone got up and it wasn't the same man. And just started saying how the Jews are on the world. That was my favourite. It's like this is a comment, not a question, but <laughs> there is a large group. At the end of the round, the scores are me on one point, Tom on two points, Susie on three points, in the lead on four points. It's Jordan Hickey. Oh, well yeah. Done. All right, this round is called Breaking Up is Hard to Do. It's a new round, very familiar rules. They say that breaking up is hard to do, and in this round, we're going to talk about heartbreak. And today, we're talking about me. Now, in the year. 2004, I had a summer romance in Tasmania. But how, on Valentine's Day in Launceston, did this girl break up with me? Was it A, 
She turned up at my gig while I was on stage holding hands with her ex-boyfriend. Was it B? I gave her flowers and made her a mixtape only for her to say, Josh, we broke up two weeks ago when you moved to Melbourne. Or was it C? I flew into Launceston and the plan was for her to pick me up from the airport. When I landed, she wasn't there. So I called her and a guy answered her phone and said she doesn't want to see you anymore. (sighs) I didn't know who he was and she has never, ever replied to my texts. A, B or C. Now you can ask me as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, I want you all to get it wrong so I get your points. What was on the mixtape? Uh, it would have been a bunch of songs that I wanted her to like and not songs that she would actually like because it was I was 22 and that's what boys did. So it would have been like Sevado, Pavement, Arches of Loaf. Mm. And what kind of music did she I haven't like? heard of one of those bands. Oh, a whole bunch of American guitar bands. Now she sure. liked kind of like, she was big on the chill out mixes, which were big at the time. So oh, Massive yes. Attack. Ministry of Sam. All that kind of stuff. Out of all of them. Yeah, there you go. So you you and this girl would get on very well. I'm actually the (laughs) the guy that that rang Josh. We're very happy. Do you remember how many texts you said in the third scenario that she never responded to texts? I would have sent about, you you know, a dozen, probably more. Right, saying what, like please? Just just wanting answers, just wanting to know. Totally. And you you didn't know the guy? I don't know who it was. Mm. So what about this? the, the story about her turning up? At the Holy gig, hands, someone. So I, so I'd moved to Melbourne, and then I had a gig in Launceston. I'd only just started doing comedy, and it was on Valentine's Day in Launceston. So I went back, mm-hmm. and that makes it sound like Valentine's Day in Launceston is different to the rest of the world. Mm. Oh no, it was just I thought it would be a nice thing I can go no, back no, no, and no, do I... a gig. Yeah, and so I went back, and I was doing the gig. I hadn't seen her, and then she came in. It was at this event called Festivali, which is outside. So you're in a tent. And so you can see everyone kind of walking around mm-hmm. and she kind of walked in and they sat down and I could see them holding hands and it was her ex-boyfriend. When you were on stage? When I was on stage. Hmm. Did and you... she went back for her for Valentine's Day or? Y- yes. I did. Or just that was kind of part of the decision? And you're like, yeah, it was, yeah, nice was going to be a nice her. thing. And also I'd, I'd just moved and it was like, oh, I can go back mm. and see everyone one did more time. Did she know that you were going to be on stage? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a dick move. Yeah. Had you had a chat in general about whether you were going to be together Still, when you moved, and were you exclusive? Like, what was that? We were, yeah, we were together for about three months that Mm. whole summer, and then I moved to Melbourne, and we talked about three or four times on the phone post move. Mm. Talked about coming back, talking about seeing you on Valentine's Day. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, you got owned, no matter which one it is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) How how long were you in Melbourne for again? Just two weeks. Two weeks, and you spoke in a couple of times. Yeah, right. What were the flowers? Just roses. Roses. That was quick. When did oh so you just went to her house when you when you got back in the rose and said, "Hey, I got you some flowers." And no, I went time. to my old house. Yeah, mm-hmm. and went because I couldn't bring the flowers over, so I went yeah. and got flowers and then went to her house. Yeah, and she knew I was coming back. Yeah, and then it was a whole thing of like. And how did how did was she kind of angry? Was she like confused when she got the flowers and the tape? She was she accepted them lovely, yeah. but she was confused, just going, "Oh, we've we've broken up." Like, and yeah, because at first I thought she just thought it was a nice thing I was doing, and then yeah. I was, you know, mm. do you think I she thought you were trying to get her back? Then, uh, I don't know if she thought I was trying to get her back. I think maybe she thought I was just wanted to hook up while I was right. in town. But then it was a real weird moment. And in the one where she came to the gig, yep. Did you talk to her afterwards or that's just it? That was it. You just spotted it and you knew that was... Spotted it. That was it. Uh, no texts. Fr- a friend, a mutual friend of ours was hosting it as well. Mm. And he was like, oh, I don't know how... Yeah, I knew but I didn't know how to tell you. And I mm. didn't think that she'd turn up. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, real brutal. Oh. I'm going to give my answer now. What do you reckon? I reckon it's the last one. The bloke answered the phone and she's never responded to you since. C for Jez. Susie, what do you think? I think maybe A. A, you think she turned up at my gig and hold, held hands with her boyfriend? Tom? I'm going to go B to make it fun. You can go B? Mm. The correct answer was A. So a correct oh, uh, nice. point there for Susie. Well, Two points go. for me. Yeah, I'm on the board. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so she turned up at my gig and it was, it was true. I'd moved, I'd moved to Melbourne. Mm. As I got to the airport on the day I moved, I had too much luggage and I said to her, can you keep one bag at your house? And I'll come and get it in two weeks' time. Classic move. And she went, yep, sure. She put it in her 
like garage and it rained super <gasps> heavily and so the whole suitcase got wet and so when i went back to collect it i opened it up and everything was just moldy in the oh. suitcase and it was a great little end to that going oh great so i've got no clothes uh while i'm back here and oh, i'm gonna just fucking yeah this is a great little moldy Why would suitcase. she come to your gig was that to show you that she'd moved back it, it ended really weirdly so we were together and it was pretty intense for a three-month thing mm. we we're like totally like you know saying i love you i love you back yeah. and then the day i left she just turned really cold went, i'm so sick of this this is fucking bullshit drove me to the airport and was kind of in a really weird mood and i talked to her three or four times in that week no two weeks i was in melbourne but also i was just moved to melbourne so i was like all right i'm moving into a new house and trying to find a job and you know, super busy and trying yeah. to get stuff sorted. And then when I went there, it was like, yeah, and it was that thing all my friends knew that mm. this was, that she was seeing her ex-boyfriend again. Mm. Yeah. When you started dating her, yeah. What's at what stage did you decide you were going to move to Melbourne or was that already on the cars before you met? We'd kind of hooked up a few times and I'd already going to move to Melbourne. Okay. And then I moved to Melbourne, couch surfed for two months yeah. Like exhausted all my friends I had in Melbourne and then came back and then uh, was getting like just online trying to find a house. And then so I was back for another three months before I moved. So we no, always knew I was months. going to go back. Right. So you didn't drop it. No, good on you. You're yeah, a nice yeah. bloke, girl. But it, yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it wasn't like I was. And to her, it was like that was perfect. She was, oh, it's yeah. going to be a summer thing. Yeah. Mm. Even though it was pretty, yeah. Yeah, that's the least brutal of the three options, I think. You think? I just have it was pretty brutal on stage when I saw yeah, her I holding ask, hands. How did the gig go? Oh, not great. <laughs> oh. I actually got told I'd, I'll, I'll never work it in Launceston again at yeah. that gig. Yeah, oh. I said a joke that was it was kind of a family event, and I said a joke that wasn't family, family friendly. friendly. What a what joke about? Joke? How I can't. My, I can't my girlfriend remember. hates me, and I'm yeah, gonna I kill myself. Remember, <laughs> I remember. I remember the organizer saying, "You'll never work in Launceston again." Jesus. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going back in the, on the 27th uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival Roadshow. Well, so. these flowers, all this mixtape, don't you mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of that round, the scores are Tom, still on two points. Me on three points. Susie on four points. And also on four points is Geraldine Hickey. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this round <laughs> is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. You get a point if you get it right. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So, Tom. Now, Geraldine, with a friend, once got trapped on a broken down roller coaster at Luna Park. They were stuck on the ride for half an hour, about 10 metres up in the air. Jez and her friend were perfectly calm, but pretended to be upset to try and milk free tickets out of the park. Which worked, because they ended up getting a summer pass each. Yeah or nah? You can ask her as many mm. questions as you want. So la femme sans calm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so what did you end up, end up getting? Sorry, I won't ask you. Oh, no, but yeah, you're going to pretend it's yeah, true. Yeah, you can ask you? me. Uh, yeah, I've okay. got a, um, over the summer, like I'd come and use Ed, any ride, like a summer's pass. Thing. Yeah, right. Were you living in Sydney? No, there's a... There's oh, a, a Luna Park in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. I yeah, just associate yeah. it with the Sydney one. I apologise. Yeah. Cool. How many times do you go? Only once, because right. it's, it's in St Kilda and I don't often get over to St Kilda, but it's nice knowing that I had the opportunity if I wanted to. Yeah, for sure. And you were, why weren't you freaked out? Because it was the scenic railway. Okay, so you went up very high, 10 metres. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't go up very high. And also you can't get too scared on it because the guy, the people that run the ride stand up on it the whole time. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, they, they ride around on the front standing up. Like a bumper car. Yeah. Kind of. Pretty mm, yeah. much, yeah. Sounds braggy. Yeah, it's definitely a job that yeah, you, you want to do as a teenager it. and yeah. show off. <laughs> For sure. Then who who are you with? Celia Pacola. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, this sounds true to you, me. You're going to say yeah? I'm going to go yeah. You are incorrect. It damn was it. a lie. A point there for Geraldine. Thank oh, you. But kind of based on the truth. I wrote this and then said, oh, this is the lie I'm going to tell you. But Yeah. yeah. We did go to, to Luna Park one day yeah. and we went on the scenic railway. And it was it was like a birthday, Luna 90th birthday or something like that. So, we, you know, it was like... A, Those ri- rides are too old. Oh, <laughs> so old. 
Yeah, but oh, I thought you said fun. you went there for someone's 90th. I'm like, yeah. that is an insane <laughs> 90th birthday celebration. Get on, Grandmaster. No. But we went on the scenic railway with, um, and there was a. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A bunch of politicians and um, semi-famous people on it. And then it just, there was two kids up the front, so it didn't have the momentum to get up over the hill. So it just stopped. What do you mean? What are they relying on to get over the momentum? It all there's no. It's all you know. Ah, uh, so it was all actors, and so they were too skinny to get the momentum up. Yeah, <laughs> up the ramp. No, it's just two little kids. So and then so it stops, and then to get it going again, they just have staff members come up the climb up, and then mm. give us a push start. Right. And then we told the kids, God, keep leaning forward, lean forward. And then we <laughs> we made it we made it around. But no passes. No passes. Yeah. Didn't need a pass. And also that I don't have summer passes. Yeah. They have an annual pass. Oh putting flaws in my story. <laughs> All right, to, to Geraldine. Now when Susie was thirteen, yes. she was at a sleepover at her friend's house, whose older brother and his friends were also there. Susie and her friends were trying to be cool. When one of them bent over to pat a dog and did a six-second fart. Six seconds? Susie laughed so much, she pissed her pants. <laughs> could you just, just want to hear what six seconds of farting sounds like? So could you give us that? Well, maybe it wasn't as long as six, but it was like, like extended. And it was like quite high-pitched. Oh, like... <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like a. Yeah. Okay. This is why I got into podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so one of the girls went over to pat a sausage dog. Yeah. And just did a massive fart. And how did she react? Did she try <laughs> Absolutely and. Absolutely mortified. And then who, how many of you were there? There was like eight of us. Yep. And did anyone else piss their pants? Oh, they, I didn't let them know that I pissed my pants. Oh. I just left. So just a, right, just a little bit of weight, or you, heaps of weight in you. Probably heaps. Right. Because it was so funny, because she was so embarrassed, because there were older boys there. Oh. And when that meant something. And were you embarrassed about pissing your pants? Yeah, that's why I left. And I just but, jogged home. And what about all your stuff? Did you leave that behind? Just had my skateboard, that's all I needed. I came back later. And wh- how did you explain why you, why you went home? I said I needed my inhaler. Oh. Yeah, because you wanted to look cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, pipe down. <laughs> and no one, no one knew that you'd pissed your pants? No. Hiding the fact oh. that you'd pissed your pants is a real skill, I think. Mm. Yeah. You, I, pretty good. Just you, just, hoodie. I had yeah. a really weak bladder as a teenager. Yeah, me too. I, I pissed myself once in a, in a friend's boot of their parents' <laughs> car. They used to drive us home from... Basketball. <laughs> yeah. and we'd, all just, we'd all just pile into the boot. Even though there wasn't room in the car for enough of us, we'd pile in the boot. And I was super excited or laughing lots and just pissed myself in the car. And because there was like four kids in there, mm. I was the first one being dropped off. No, well, no one knew I'd pissed myself. Perfect so I just, And the, the boot was kind of like carpety kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And so when I got out, I was like, all right. And I just left them with it. And no one ever said anything. No one ever said, oh, such and such pissed in the car. Because it would have been quite easy to be the first one out to yeah. go, oh, yeah. he would have done it. And I would have just denied it and lied. But no one ever, yeah. Sorry, uh, I hijacked that question. Did you often piss your pants as a kid? Bet. When, when I laughed too much, mm-hmm. when I got the giggles, it would be a real, it'd be a real touch and go. And you just got your skateboard. Did you use that skateboard to cover your piss pants? Uh, no, I took my jumper off, tied it around my waist, and then skateboarded uh, home. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say true. You are correct. Yes, a point yeah. there for Geraldine. Yes. Amazing. So nice. did anyone know? Oh, wombat piss pants over here. <laughs> 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 Look, I haven't done it in years. Wow. But yeah, I used to have a really weak bladder and I used to get like 
quite nervous at social things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, I don't know whether it was, I don't know whether the nerves meant that I wet myself sometimes or right. that you because would... I was worried about wetting myself, I'd be nervous. Yeah. But yeah, but I don't think anyone ever realised. That's yeah. amazing. Did you ever do like a pre social well, event piss? Also, some girl oh. had just farted for six seconds. Their, their <laughs> attention's focused on her. Yeah, exactly. that's a perfect time to piss, yeah. actually. But it, because it was, it was, she was so mortified. Because what happened is she bent down to pat the dog, and then she actually farted as she stood back up. Oh my god! <laughs> like, went. <laughs> <laughs> Did she? Uh, so you could blame the dog for that. Nah, at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't. Okay. We all knew it was her, right. and it was the best. All right, so to totally Susie, worth pissing myself. Now, Tom's dad has a major fear of needles. It was so bad that when he went to watch the film Face Off. He fainted in the cinema at the sight of the needles on screen. When the medics arrived and asked him what day it was, due to all the Terminator advertising in the cinema, he said it was Judgment Day. Yeah or nah? (laughs) Can I go straight in? Please don't. Please ask some more questions. (laughs) Um, What's your dad's name? Greg. Maths teacher? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good guess. Um, <laughs> Did I tell you that? No. Uh, you just have the vibe of someone that... Are you serious? ...has mathsy parents. Bullshit. You just guessed that? Yeah. That's, Susie's got the gift. That's crazy. <laughs> that's a very specific guess, yeah. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm okay. on that, mate. Yeah. Don't forget it. Jesus. So, no, of course. I overheard you say it the other day. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I felt really seen for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh, maybe I'm like giving out energy that's kind of... Like, I must be living an authentic life. <laughs> No, nah, mate. So, um, so were you at the cinema with your dad? I wasn't. Who was there? I think it was him and my auntie, his sister. Her name? Kath. Is she a GP? Mm-mm. Oh, damn it. Wouldn't that have been brilliant? Oh, so good. <laughs> no, she, she is a doctor, though. Oh, Of some close. psychiatric persuasion. So, I think, yeah, she noticed him, like, having fainted and, like, got him out of there somehow. I don't know if she had to drag him or... Your wait, your auntie may have dragged your father, I think who had way- fainted out of a cinema. Yeah, what you, by his feet or by his, which way would she have done it? I'm not sure. Yeah, under th- arms or just legs. <laughs> so his I, head ho- was just I hope not everything. by the feet because you're right. That image. I mean, you're. It's kind of funny to you to think about, but I know these people, and so yeah. it's funny to me <laughs> dragging him out by his Poor feet. Poor old Greg. I, I'd imagine. I think I remember. Yeah, I think the story is that she tried to get some people to help and they're all like fuck off we're watching the movie <laughs> but eventually someone must have helped how did she notice that he'd fainted in the cinema and he just but that's most people oh, in cinemas yeah. just, yeah, just, just to remind you we're on a podcast so no one could see that <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah sorry slumped slumped down in the chair again um, I've got a very expressive vibe so I think it would have been communicated through sorry the, yeah yeah, the sound yeah. Of it. Um, is he a fan of Terminator not particularly not that I know of right does he ever say to you before you have a gig it's judgment day? <laughs> <laughs> then every yeah, no, no, he doesn't. Although I'll tell him to do that. I'm gonna start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tonight it's judgment yeah. day. Um I, I don't think that's true. I think nah. You're gonna say nah. nah. It was true. Yes, a point there for Tom. No wow. shit. Well done. That's very good line, Tom. The um the other aspect of it though, which is because it actually was the day in so in the first Terminator film, there's a, a random date that they picked, 1997, August 2nd or something. And so it was actually that day uh, in real life. Oh. And so they were watching the movie and like it was kind of in the news and around that it was that day. And then when he came to and the medics are like, what's your name? He's like, Greg Cashman. You know, where are you? He's like, oh, it's cinemas. They're like, what day is it? And he goes... Oh, this will be funny. Judgment Day. And they're oh, like, he said we need to get funny. him to the hospital. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, so he was actually okay. like mucking around. Oh, but then good on they Greg. thought it was really, they're like, oh no, he's hallucinating. <laughs> but he's like, no, it actually is Judgment Day. At the end of the round, the scores are me on three points, Tom on three points, Susie on four points, but in the lead now on six points is Geraldine Hickey. Oh, yeah. killing it. All right, this is our final round. It's called Who Who, Who Who. Now in this round, I'll read out 10 questions all about us. Mm-hmm. If you think you know who, who it is, Buzz in, say your name, that's your buzzer. You get a point mm-hmm. if you get it right, you get a point off if you get it wrong. Oh, okay. Only round you can lose points. Remember, I'm included in this one. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Our first question is this. Who here was the captain of their school's gardening club? Jess. Tom. 
Jez, yes, I heard you first. Susie. You are correct. It's a point there for Geraldine. Mm. How'd you get that? <laughs> <laughs> That's not my first question. Uh, Gardening club. Yeah. Mm. St. Jude's primary school. Do you have to, uh, you know, Portsmouth. campaign for the captaincy? No. How many were in the club? <laughs> that's, that's my... If it's less than two. <laughs> like five. All right. Uh, yeah, we all had our own um, pot on the way into the, and like the, little pa- the little lane down to the school. Oh, yes, right. we had right. to keep looking nice, planting things in there, give it a move around, mm. give it a water. W- yeah. Was this a way to get out of other classes? No, just... Just, just. Quite you just unusual. liked the extracurricular activities at school, didn't you? Well, I, I was a member of that uh, gardening club, and then later on, I was a member of reptile club too. Yeah, reptile yeah, club. See, reptile club, I'm very much into. But reptile club was an after, like that was after school. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care when it was. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't to do. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It wasn't to do with my school, but yeah, because I yeah, I really wanted a reptile, so I went to reptile club. It's really it was like full of like quite unusual people. There was uh, yeah. a guy that had a ponytail. And he had Crazy. and he had um, he had an iguana called Axel, and like a and a golf car. And I remember just thinking, he That's has it all. Want. Yeah, mm. like God. I remember that, that thing. Looking at adults as a kid, going, "Oh, this guy is the best guy." The guy who owned the card shop in Bernie. <laughs> oh. So selling basketball cards and Magic the Gathering cards. I'm yeah. like, you have just got the best life just all day, just around Do you cards. think that any job that a child thinks is cool is probably not a great job? Oh, uh, like, there's, you know. Oh, there's some good ones. Fire, fire. Train conductor. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not a good example. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty boring. Wait, how much is an iguana? Let's fucking buy one this harbo. And do what with it? Just have, like, I, I mean, this is the, you live out your childhood dreams. I can't, can't, can't take it home with me. Oh, yeah. couldn't you? No, and also, um, you need to get a license for some reptiles. Because it's too big. No, a bearded dragon is, would be good to get. They make very good pets. Uh, a friend of ours. Do you ours... think it would get on with my cat? No, your cat no. would hate it. My cat's quite vicious. Yeah, mm. that's not Yeah, no, you can not have a cat. A friend of mine's kid wanted a snake, and they said, if you can raise the money for the tank and everything... You can have the snake. What's Thank the you. kid doing? Well, raise he, the money. He, he had to <laughs> Worst raise, charity ever. He had to raise, raise $2,000. What do you mean, raise? You can't ask people donations. No, he, he went and busked. He was oh, like right, okay, 10 yeah. years old and yeah. got his violin and went and busked mm. out the front of Playing the flute or something? Supermarket <laughs> and raised the money because he's good at the violin. Mm. And also, it's he's 10 and he's out there. So, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, give so he raised the money in like six months. Oh, he wouldn't have got donations if people knew <laughs> what it was for. I'm not sure if he had a sign saying, I, I, want, a snake. I want to buy a snake. But the first <laughs> night of him having the snake, oh, no. the snake escaped from the See, from the, this from is the, the carry thing. On I'm not into. Mm. And he shares a room with his younger brother, who's like only six. And he was crying. He's also a mouse. Yeah. He was crying. <laughs> and the, the parents heard and they're like, oh, fuck, there's a, there's a snake in our house somewhere. We don't know where it is. And then they found it in the windowsill, like lying in the windowsill, like a door snake. And they and the kid found it and it bit him. <gasps> what? Like it was a non-venomous snake, but it still, it bit him because like he approached it really quickly and went, oh, I found it. And, yeah. and the snake bit him. And... But he didn't tell the parents that it bit him. He just mm. was, had his pajamas around his arm, and then they put it back, and they were like, oh, "I don't know if you're ready for a snake, mate." Mm. Like it's, a, and then they went back to bed, and then they could hear him crying, and they're thinking, "Oh, he's crying because we're going to take the snake off him." Oh, we'll go in and we'll tell him that he can keep the snake, but he's just got. And then they, and his bed was just covered in blood, oh, and he's bleeding, wow. and he was, uh, and then they're like, "Yeah, the snake's gone, mate." Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and the no. weird thing now is that boy is now a snake. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but imagine being like 10, raising two grand and then yeah. nothing for it. I mean, but I think they got a bit of money back from the um, selling off the, the tank. The tank but what yeah. would you do with a snake? You just have it as a pet. What do you, what no. do, you do with a cat? What do I do with Velma? We cuddle, we chat. <laughs> well, she sits on the side of the bath while I'm having a bath. Well, snake would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the bath. Yeah. I'm sure you could. They, they probably sold the snake. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I yeah. meant. What do they do with the snake afterwards? No, that's oh, right. Let it go in the wild. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. See, beard, I've got friends that have got a bearded dragon, and they said it's great because it comes out and, you know, just sits on yeah. the arm for chats and stuff like that. 
So it's the great. Chat. Yeah, and also don't have to feed it every day. So when they go away for a weekend, oh. no problem. Mm. Pop a mouse in. See? Oh, yeah, that Good works. Good bet. Question two. Who once at uni camp started sleepwalking in the kitchen and then started pissing everywhere? <laughs> wombat. Yes, Wombat. Tom Cashman? You are right. Yes, it was. <laughs> Tom Cashman. Everyone always knows my ones. <laughs> I think it's back to my aura. I swear to God. Do you sleepwalk <laughs> often? I've literally never sleptwalked. Sleptwalked? Sleepwalked in my know, life. That's right. Other than that. Other than that time. I was just... Were you hammered? I was pretty hammered. We were drinking in a, um, a sauna for quite a while. And then, I mean, everyone was pretty drunk. And there were like 20 of us. And I think that we were at some like bit out of town at some like, I don't know, building out in the a field or something. It's kind of like, it was like a youth hostel, but in a field. The, basically, the power went out. And apparently that's... Also, some guy had been... Because it was a bit loose. Some guy had fallen off the... He was dancing on the bench and hit his head and went to the hospital. Yeah. And apparently the lights went out. I just stood up. Like, I don't remember this. Went over to the kitchen. Just started pissing on the ground. It's a whole piss. You know, did my fly back up, turned around, and then the lights went back on. Yeah. And I remember that. And I remember seeing the guy who had been in the hospital <gasps> being like, oh, Anthony, are you, you all right? Like, you know, how's your head feeling? So did anyone... And he, everyone's like, whoa. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I was felt very sober. I'm like, I'm off to bed. So and did we, people know that you pissed? Did yeah, everyone just everyone just watched me do it. But then I turn around and I'm like acting like I did because I didn't. It's very strange. Yeah. Did you, did people that like, was judgment day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do people like take the mick out of you afterwards? Yeah, I was the piss boy for a good while because um, yeah, that was a, the kind of first time I met a lot of those people. Oh. I remember getting back to my room and there was a real drunk girl staying in my room and she was like, "Ah, oh, you were pissing everywhere." I'm like, "Shut up, you drunk." <laughs> But then one of the people who was like sober came in and was like, Tom, you were pissing everywhere. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I think as, it's true. As a kid, I used to sleepwalk if I hadn't been to the toilet. I yeah. would try and get up in the middle of the night and go. And I remember one night just pissing in the dirty clothes basket. Yeah. Which of all the places to piss, apart from the toilet, is a pretty good. Like they're all going to yeah. get washed anyway. Well, oh, okay. So it was dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. I, th- I think it's the combination of alcohol and. Some light trick. Yeah. That's yeah. what I tell That's myself. Amazing. Question three. Who once set up an underground colouring in competition at primary school where they charge kids 50 cents to enter? Wombat. Yes, Wombat. You? Yes, you are correct. Yes, point there for you. Yeah. Underground? Well, it was because I knew that if <laughs> I got caught getting money off kids, I'd yeah, get in trouble. True. And I did get in trouble. But the thing was I was going to give them – mum made this giant bag of popcorn and that was the prize. And I'd drawn, I'd drawn this amazing picture of Garfield. Mm. In my head, it was amazing. Mm. Like I was in year two and I went around, got my brother involved. He was in year five. And I said, can you hand this out and we'll split the cost, split the money. Huh. Yeah, got How much did he that. make? I think it was, I think there was like 15, 20 kids who entered. So, you know, nice. yeah, seven bucks. bucks as a kid. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a good. lot of carobs. Mm. What's a carob? Like Chocolate like, without the um, sugar. You can tell mm. whose parents are teachers. They were just no, we only had carob at our school as well. Yeah, they were just real cheap. Ten cents, you get like a big thing of carobs. That's oh. what you do with money. We had cobbers. Cobbers. That was the big thing at our school. Do you have cobbers in the UK? Nope. I don't have cobbers. Mm. They're like toffee covered in chocolate. Ooh, mates. That's Good. what we called them. Ah, oh, so there friends. you go. <laughs> no, they were mates. That's the same as a copper means. Mm. Yeah. Okay, question four. Who didn't eat egg until they were in their 30s? Wombat. Yes, Wombat. Geraldine. Yes, that was an easy one because mm. Tom's not 30. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. What, what made you eat an egg after not eating it for Oh, so I figured I was an adult and mm. so I could give it a go. Had you been told you were allergic to it? Or yes. Just, yeah. yeah. So I grew up, you know, mum going, you can't eat egg. And then... Why? Uh, oh, Don't like the way it moves. What? Don't trust it. I've seen the future. Are you up? Are you there? Are you wobbling? I don't like it. No, because I had an allergic reaction when I was little, but... Before I had memories, um, and but then someone told me that uh, had a theory. Well, my older sister had a theory that Mum had just fed me egg when I was too young to eat egg, and that's why I, I had a reaction. Right, because I could always eat cooked egg, like yeah. cake and stuff like that. Like I just couldn't eat egg on its own, and then I I just developed this like. You know, went, oh, I can't eat eggs. So then I couldn't eat things that had the same consistency as egg, like tofu and yep. creme brulee and stuff. Yep. So, um, and then I got to the stage and went, no, I think that's just all in your head. And then I went to a cafe and tried every different egg, <laughs> not in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, that's a way to really ruin egg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I just went back. All and the now time. do we eat? Nice. Love it. And what would be your first choice? Poached eggs on toast. Can you poach them? Yeah, but not very. Yes. Yeah. But I'll go to a cafe. I don't have time. Yeah, I'm the same. You got a lot yeah. on. Yeah, got a lot on. And a lot on. <laughs> Question five. Who, when they got their first computer game, didn't know how to play it, so just watched the computer play itself? Jez. Yes, Jez. Tom. You are correct. Yes, point there for Jez. Damn it. Sounds like, a, like that's a smart thing to do. No, it's not. <laughs> it's very stupid. I got yeah. given this, like, yeah, the f- first kind of computer game I got, which was like FIFA 98 or something. Oh, they're really then, hard, though, the football ones. Yeah. Well, back in the day, it was just, I mean, it was just on the computer. But then there's always a setting where you go, like if Brazil's playing France, you go left and so the keyboard goes, or the controller you're using goes over to the people you want to play for. But I didn't understand that step. So I was really (laughs) excited about this game. And then we'd just go next on that because I just wanted to get to the game. But that's a necessary part of if you want to control anything. So then that game, if you didn't select either, it would just play a soccer game. So you're just watching soccer. So I would just watch the soccer until for months. (laughs) <laughs> and then eventually I had a friend over And then when he got to that bit He was just like That's you and that's me And I was like Whoa Go back to that setting <laughs> And then we just played And I was like I don't think I told him I've just been watching He's like You're real bad For someone who's had this for ages I'm like Yeah I've just been Kind of getting a sense of it You know Before I dive in Question six Who once during a date Put their phone on shuffle To play music Then a bit later When things were heating up A recording of their set came on That completely ruined the mood Tom. Jez. I heard Tom first. Yes, who? You. No, it was Susie. So yeah, point off, Tom. Ooh. What were you going to say? I was going to say Josh yeah, as well. Cool. If I put... If, oh, no. Yeah, you love it. No music. Yeah, but you love yeah. music. I don't put yeah. it on, though. Otherwise, I'd be going, hey, listen to this bit. This is a really good bit. <laughs> I need silence. What was the set? <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> it was a preview. Mm. So, like a work in progress show that was to about 10 people. That did not go well. <laughs> and so this girl had seen me at a gig, which is a bad way to meet someone. Because then she thought that I was way cooler than I am. So, yeah. And then uh, I'm pretty cool though, just, just saying I am pretty cool. And um, then so she, so we like had a couple of dates and then it got to the stage where I was like, do you want to come back? So she's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I lived in a studio at the time. Me and my best friend shared a studio for a year when she was a struggling playwright and I was a struggling stand-up. And uh, we... Um, Your housemate was out for the night. Yeah, housemate yeah. was out for the night. And uh, it was like a mezzanine, so it was like yeah. on two levels. So my bed was upstairs and the lounge was downstairs. Or a housemate's called Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the iPhone on Shuffle. Yeah. She's there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. No, and then I just put my phone in the dock. We had like, we, we, like, we couldn't afford walls, but we had like a Bose sound system. Yeah. <laughs> and it was around, and like, you know, so it was just like, so I put on like the XX or something to be like, do you want to do some kissing to the XX? Because that's what I say. And it mm. works. Do some XXX to the XX? Yeah, like it's not XXX until I put on a different album for the XXX. Yeah. Fair enough. Then it's more like thrash metal. Um, and then we were like doing all the kissing and then... She, went upstairs to my bed and we're doing more kissing bit of touching sure and then I just heard ah oh, you know it's gonna be a bit weird, <laughs> it's gonna be a bit weird cause there's only a few of us in but I'll give it a go <laughs> oh wow and it was really um, and I was like huh and then like I had to like I like jumped off of her and like half clothed like ran downstairs and was like pressing it but it was long enough like I had to get down the stairs climb and down the, the bunk oh. <laughs> did she leave or did you... No, we, can't. we like dated for like a month after that. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted to hear the rest of the set, that's why. See if we've got any better. Question seven. Whose sister once held the door open for the Queen? Wombat. Yes, Susie. Is it Geraldine? Yes, you were correct. Yes, it was. Geraldine. The Queen came to Albury. <laughs> what, oh. what was she doing in Albury? She just came for a visit. Because she went, she went to Burnie as well once. Yeah, it must have been the same. You're like in the... 88? Yeah. Yeah, the Bicentennial. Yeah. yeah. And then and what I saw her, uh, she came to the footy ground and they had lined us all up. Uh, <laughs> set up like this, these barricades along the footy ground so she would drive around in a car doing that. So we all waved then but then she was having a lunch yeah and my sister because she was a girl guide she got to her and another girl guide were stood there and held the door open of the car 
And then, and she also patted my younger sister on the head. Good on you, Queen. Yeah. yeah. Next question. Whose friends growing up had three brothers that would eat all the family's groceries on the first day and their mum refused to buy anything else until the next grocery day? Tom. Yes, Tom. You. Yes, it was me. Yes, it was the Petalwoods who did that. You'd go around there on the grocery day. No one would walk in from the car, put the groceries on the table, and the boys would just go fucking mental. Mm. Like just ripping into cereal boxes, pouring all the cereal into like a dessert bowl, like a huge big kind of thing, and just eat it because they knew if they didn't get it then, the other boys would eat it in their house. And their mum was like, I'm not buying anything more until next, next grocery day next week. And so they'd be going to school with no food. Oh, my God. And, yeah, it was the weirdest fucking thing. Ryan, if you're listening, it was weird. <laughs> Okay, next question. Who here thinks brunch is overrated? Tom. Yes, Tom. Susie. Yes, you're correct. Yes, it was. Yeah, overrated. Also, guys, chill out. Avocado's not that good. Wow. Them's are fighting words. Yeah. Is that because you don't have avocado? It's actually a lot better in this country, annoyingly, because I did have some the other day and I was like, oh, no, this is pretty yum. But I think everyone's like, I think everyone's hard on for brunch is too much. I I prefer breakfast and lunch. When you say you, you don't like it, do you mean the kinds of foods that are usually served or the timing? Like a bit of both. Everyone, oh, let's meet for brunch. Let's brunch. No, no, let's have breakfast or lunch. Isn't it just a lazy person's breakfast though? You just sleep in a bit and then well, go and then have breakfast? Then I think yeah. that we should all be less lazy okay. as a society. Wow. <laughs> and our what if I want to meet you for breakfast at 11? Is that all right? Mm. Well, for you, I'd make an allowance. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> our last question for the game. Who here once wrote a poem for a friend about a pube left in their drain? Wombat. Yes, Susie. Is it Tom Cashman? You are correct. Yes, a point there for Susie. You know what that means. That does mean that we have a winner. So the scores are on three points, myself. I came in last place. On four points, it's Tom Cashman. On eight points, it's Gerald Hickey. But our winner on nine points, it's Susie Ruffles. Oh, my God. Well done. I bow down to the champion. Yep. Can I ask how you knew that? Because I didn't tell you that. You had it posted on a Facebook post, a friend of yours posted on your wall in 2011. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's weird. Someone else has done the food thing. <laughs> like, that's going to be a cool so, thing to relate so to someone else about. Where were you when you wrote the poem? Did they stay with you or did you go, were you traveling around? No, I think it was someone I worked with and they left. Like, we just all worked in some oh, office okay. doing data entry and they left. And there was a, I think it was a metaphor because there'd been a, pube in the urinal for quite a while and the, on her last day it was gone <laughs> so <laughs> that was the metaphor in her box she, as in her cardboard box no, I don't think she while. took it I thought it was just like a <laughs> metaphor for like this thing that had been kind of a staple of my professional life was now kind of kind of gone okay at the end of the game because you win Susie you get to yep. plug whatever you want to plug first so people can find you on Twitter at just Susie Ruffle Susie Ruffle.com yes. uh, I'm on Instagram Susie Ruffle Comedy and I'm on Twitter just Susie Ruffle. But can I plug, uh, seeing as I guess a lot of the listeners will be worldwide, maybe you're like my podcast. I do a podcast called Like Minded Friends with another comedian called Tom Allen. And it's uh, two uh, gay comedians taking on different subjects every week. And you don't have to be gay to love it. Great. Cheers. Uh, oh, also World Peace. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that your world, podcast? World Peace. <laughs> uh, no, all the... Um, you can listen to me on Triple R in the morning if you're in Melbourne or from around the world at rrr.org.au. You can live stream it. Um, or And uh, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Geraldine Hickey. And, oh, I've got my website up and going again, geraldinehickey.com. And I'm doing a show at Bondi. Bondi. On the nice. July 20th and 21st, and I've sold two tickets, and I would like to sell some more. <laughs> Is your special still up on iView? It should be, yeah. yes. And you can watch my um, my special, uh, Comedy Next Gen, on, on iView. Awesome. Tom, where can people find or see you? Uh, Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Yes. I'm Underscore on... Tom Cashman. Not yeah, just Tom but Cashman. if you type in Tom Cat, you know, yeah. like I think I'll be the first. I think I've just recently now come up before the Tom Cashman experience guy. Great. So I don't need to worry about that anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a show at the Comedy Store on the August 8th. I think I've sold zero tickets. So, yeah. We've got a bit come more time. Though. I've got, yeah, more yeah. time. I'm not, you know, it should be. But, yeah, yeah come on. Great. Thank you for playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Until next time. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.